The application and submittal process can be confusing and difficult. On this episode, we talk with recruiter Lindsay Martin, who has a five-page walkthrough, and we're not going to go through all five pages, a five-page walkthrough of the application, submittal, interview, and offer process. Atlas All Access starts now. Welcome. Hi, how so, are you? So you've never you've never done this with us before. I have never been on All Access with us before. Well, welcome for the first time. Thank you very much. Okay, so uh, let's walk through this because you sent me a five-page document here of kind of your process. Yeah, I like to be thorough. Yeah, so no, yes. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> now, is this something that you talk to your recruiters about? Or to recruiters, you talk to your travelers about? I do. Um, when we get on that first phone call... Um, it's a long call because mm -hmm. I want them to understand what to expect. I want them to understand the industry. I want them to know when we get to the point where one, you're going to fill out the application when we get off this phone call mm -hmm. and we're going to go through this journey together. There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. This is what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. So you can be prepared. You can mentally set yourself up for what this is going to look like. And ultimately through the ups and the downs feel successful at the end. Gotcha. Because it could get hard. I mean, right? It could get really hard. And there'll be times where you want to give up. Hard, yeah. Not you. The, the traveler would right. want to give up. Hard and frustrating. You know what I mean? Because they're, I mean, I like to tell all of my travelers, here's the deal. A lot of times you're going to ask me a specific question. And my answer is going to be the most frustrating answer you can get. Because it's going to be, it depends. Mm -hmm. Because we are working with so many facilities, so many hospitals, so many different places all over the country. Mm -hmm. And every single one of them has different rules, different guidelines, mm -hmm. different requirements. Yep. So what might be set in stone for one place is not for the next place. So you're going to say, well, what about this? Well, that depends. Mm -hmm. And until you get through the application, until you get to the submittal process, there's not a lot of concrete stuff because it's all just floating out there and it could be land. <laughs> sure. It could be land. I think that's the <laughs> best way I've ever heard it described. So... Okay, let's start. Let's start with the application process itself, right? So when okay. you go, you get off the phone with them for the first time, or maybe they've already done this and they and then they've called you. True. All right. What what do they? What should they expect in the application piece? So let's let's take it back. Either they've already done it, which means they already know it. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't already done it, we get on the phone. We have a great conversation. We get to the quote unquote next steps. Mm -hmm. You understand you want to be a traveler. You're excited. You know, I'm going to go have my dream job with my dream pay package, all yep. those lofty, exciting things. Sure. But now we have to get down to the brass tacks of actually going through the process to make it happen. Yep. So I say, hey, next steps, we fill out the application. The application is not really an application. Because when you think of an application, you're applying to get your driver's license. You're applying You're applying to get something. Mm -hmm. We already know, like you're applying because you have the option. We already know we want to work with you. Sure. We've already had this conversation where I got to know you and your pets and mm -hmm. everything else. I already know I want to work with you. The application is really an information collecting process. The things that we need in order to be able to submit you to a job. It's your personal information. It's your employment history. It's your education history. Those are the three big things that I can't 
really fill out for you because I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> right, right. You're the one who knows about you. You need to fill out those. Um, after that process, which is kind of easy, you look at your resume, you plug those things mm-hmm. in, you have the thing that everybody seems to hate the most, which is the skills checklist. Skills checklist, which we've talked about, right? I mean, that's a pain in the ass. It is. It, it is. It totally is. It's arduous. It takes... I try not to tell anybody to take it too seriously. Mm-hmm. But at the same point, this is the only thing that managers are going to see that lets them know what you are proficient, how confident you are in your skills mm-hmm. to be on their unit. Well, and I think that's something that is important going back to is it's a self-assessment, right? Yeah. And so as much as it's important to be confident in your skills you need and, and honest with your skills, you, you have to be okay with saying, I don't do this. Right. Correct? Correct. Because we don't, our job as recruiters is to put you someplace where you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Not only someplace you want to be, you know, someplace that fits your specialty and things like that, but someplace you can be successful. Mm-hmm. And if you are not honest with yourself and honest on the skills assessment, you might get someplace where not only you might be putting patients in jeopardy, but you might be putting your license in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not trying to, this isn't a test. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to get the right answer. Right. There's no score at the end. As much as there's a number at the top. Right. That's not a score. It's not a pass fail. No. It's it's you being honest and being truthful about who you are, what you're good at, what you're comfortable with. Because as a traveler, we're not going to put you through six weeks of orientation. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a week, maybe. If you're lucky. If you're lucky, maybe. And then right. we're going to put you on unit and we need you to be fully functional on your own. Yep. So this is the hiring manager is going to be able to look through and be like, hey, that's something we can show them how to do. Mm-hmm. That's not. They right. would not be comfortable in this unit. Or, hey, they look great. They can even help precept some people maybe. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to know. And that's why it's so important. And not only is it important for you as the traveler, but it's important that we're making other travelers who you're going to be working next to mm-hmm. do because we want you to be in a good, safe environment. Yep. All right, let's take one step back to the resume itself. Okay. What if they don't have a resume or the resume they have is meh? I mean, whose resume isn't meh after they've worked a couple of <laughs> You know, <laughs> it just it tends to get out of date unless you're applying for new jobs. Sure. Like, Really what it is is name, phone number, email address, some of that personal information. Mm -hmm. We want to know your work history. As much as we would like to fill it out as in-depth as possible, when we get to that point where we as your recruiter are filling out our form, Mm -hmm. essentially, cover page and resume for you, if you miss something, we're just going to call you. Hey, what was your patient ratio? Hey, how many cases did you do a day? You Mm -hmm. know, hey, what was your charting system? We can fill in all those blanks with simple text messages, simple, give me a call and let's go over this really quick. Um, Sometimes I'll email the whole cover page and resume to my traveler and be like, hey, I filled this out completely. Make sure this looks the way you want it to look and make sure it's accurate. Because ultimately, I'm representing you. I want you to look as amazing on paper as you are when we have a conversation. And I think maybe it's it's the... I'm... I've gone back to before internet days, right? When the resume absolutely represented who you were, right? When you gave your resume to somebody, like that was it. And you had it on really nice paper and it was, you know, or whatever. Like <laughs> you remember those yeah. days. Oh, yeah. Right? And it's not like that anymore. Your resume is, is strictly informational. It doesn't yeah. have to be pretty, but it has to have that information on there. Right. And that's something that you can help with. Yes. And that's, I mean, ultimately that's why you have an interview. Correct. We want to see what you can do on paper. We Mm -hmm. want to be able to check off all the boxes. You have this much experience. This is the unit you've been on. This is Mm -hmm. 
your certifications. You know, these are where you've, the size of hospitals mm-hmm. or facilities you've been at. Let me check off all those boxes and then you and I can talk mm-hmm. when we get to the interview process and I can learn more about you. Yep. Okay, so now we got to the now the fun part happens, right? The submittal process. You found that job, right? You found it for them, they found it, whatever. Yes. It's it's time to go. What happens? How does that work? Well, that I mean, that is the fun part. You get to look, you get to make sure the pay packages are good, you get to make sure the location's good. All right, we're going to submit. I think there's a misconception in understanding the chain of command mm-hmm. when it gets to that. Like you as the traveler say, hey, Lens, I'm ready to submit. Let's go to Asheville, North Carolina. Let's go to Phoenix, Arizona. Let's mm-hmm. go wherever you want to go. Awesome. I have your cover. I have your profile mm-hmm. fully built. I submitted in an email to my client manager who could be sitting right next to me. Sure. But you want a paper trail. Mm-hmm. Important. My client manager then submits it to, depending on if it's a direct contract, depending on if the job is through a vendor, Mm -hmm. to the next person on that list. Yep. They review it. Then it's going to go, hopefully, directly to the HR person at the hospital. And then to the unit manager. Mm -hmm. So there's an amount of time there that people don't account for. Like, I would love to give you immediate feedback. Right. Back in the day, that happened, right? Right. Back in the day, I could make a phone call and talk to a unit manager and say, here's a profile, and I would email it to him or fax it in some cases. Like, we used to fax profiles. Good Lord, that was a long time ago. <laughs> but it would go right to them. Right. Now, there's there's a number of steps. Do you tell them ahead of time? Like, do you prepare them ahead of time and say, look, okay, this is a vendor. It's got to go to this person, this person, and then it gets to the person that may call you. Yeah, it, it, it is a process. And I say, hey, I'm following up every single day to try and figure out where the process is. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to submit to somebody at 3 o'clock on, the, on a Friday afternoon, I mean, I'm going to be there. I'm going to submit you. Sure. My client manager's there. They're going to submit you. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to the next step outside of our office... Who knows if that person took a half day? Know. Who knows if that person's on vacation? We're going to try mm-hmm. and work with backups and get everything going as quickly as possible. Yep. But that's not a phase the traveler or we are in control in. So that, that's what might slow it up. And ultimately, when it gets to the hiring manager's desk, mm-hmm. I, always tell, I always tell my travelers, think about how busy your unit manager is. Mm-hmm. Do they have time to just, oh, I'm going to drop everything and just make some phone calls because I have time? Often, no. no. They don't have time at all. That pile of profiles might sit mm-hmm. on their desk for one, two, five days. Right. You know? And we're pushing my client manager. My client manager is pushing the vendor. The vendor is pushing the HR manager. The HR manager is like, hey, get to this. And they're like, hey, I'm saving lives. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Right. What's more important, me calling you or me saving lives right. and helping my nurses that are here right now? But at the same time, like they understand the sense of urgency. It's not that they don't. It's just that you're right. They're they're busy doing their regular job. Yes. It's and they know they need travelers, or they wouldn't have sent the wreck out in the first place. Right? Exactly. So that's it's a balancing act. It is. It is, and it's wonderful when we can get somebody to call you back in 24 hours. That's amazing. Those are wonderful days. Absolutely. But you try and. Set realistic expectations. Mm -hmm. It might be tomorrow. It might be end of the week. Yep. Just be ready. And that's my job to help prepare you. Okay, so get to the interview process then. Cool. What do you expect? Because you broke this down into three different, potentially different interviews. Right. All right, so break down each one of these three. Got it. So once you get put on the, well, ideally, most common, your profile gets put on the unit manager's desk. Mm -hmm. We're waiting. We're hoping that... You know, they're calling you sooner than later. 
when you get that phone call, you have to understand they have your profile. They know, one, all your personal information, all your educational information, all your employment history. They have your skills checklist. They have two references Mm -hmm. that say how great you are. They know everything they need to know in order for you on paper to do the job. So the first question they're going to ask most often is, are you still available? Right. And what that means is, have you taken another job? Because a lot of travelers will submit to one, two, three jobs at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, playing which the is, odds. Which is fine, right? Yeah. I mean, that happens. Absolutely. Maybe sometimes with different companies, too. It happens. You just understand that going in. Yes. So, And that's why that question is so common. Mm-hmm. They want to make sure you haven't, you know, just signed a contract and taken a job mm-hmm. today, yesterday, something like that. Next, they're going to tell you about the unit. They're going to tell you, you know, these are the kind of patients we had. This is the mm-hmm. census, you know, depending on what specialty art's going to be, different information. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to tell you all about it so you know. And then a lot of times they're going to say, what questions do you have? Correct. And it's important for you during that process to refer back to either your resume or your skills checklist and say, yep, I've done that before. I did that when I was at Duke University. I did that when I was at Mayo, I w- whatever. Like, go through and just give them that reassurance that you are the correct person for that job. Right. This is your, this is your window of opportunity, right, to sell yourself, this to is, be that person for exactly. them. Exactly. This is your window to be memorable. Yep. This is your window to set yourself apart. This is your opportunity to not only advocate for yourself, Mm -hmm. but also set yourself apart with questions you might have. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you can ask, and we, as recruiters, we always want you to go over start date, make sure we're on the same page. We always want you to go over, you know, vacation days, make Mm -hmm. sure you're on the same page, things like that. But Mm -hmm. ask them about their unit a little bit more detail. How many travelers do you have? Mm-hmm. I always I always remind my travelers, ask them what scrub color you're going to need. That's a good question too. Because <laughs> yeah. it's nice to be, I at least my travelers like to be prepared. It, absolutely. But, okay, so that's the first type of interview. Right. Second type would be the vendor because there are vendors out there that will interview instead of or before it gets to that point. Yes. What do you expect from that? Because they're completely in most cases, detached from the facility. Exactly. In a, I guess the general term is a pre-screen interview. Sure. Like mm-hmm. they are sitting in their offices, not at the facility, mm-hmm. and they are calling just to kind of feel you out. And I tell my crazy, my travelers, just to make sure you're not crazy. <laughs> they want to make sure you can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. A lot of our travelers are bedside. You're mm-hmm. having conversations with patients. Right. You're having conversations with doctors. They want to make sure that you can have that conversation. Yep. They'll ask informational stuff, you know, when was it, what are your strengths? Or when was a time you dealt with something difficult? You know, those Mm -hmm. general interview questions. And once they're done, as long as this is the job you're applying for, this is the job that matches, Mm -hmm. they're going to say, hey, sounds good. I'm going to send you on to the unit manager. Yep. It's just a way for them to kind of exactly what it is, pre-screen you to make sure you're still a good fit, not just on paper, but personality-wise. So then the last piece would be maybe like that automated one. Yes. That happens sometimes too, which I've I've heard some of them. It can be frustrating. It can be, you know, maybe sometimes your answers don't always come across the way you want them to. I think that on those, at least my advice would be, be patient. Yes. Right? It's, it's just like when you're on the phone with your bank or whatever, and, you know, you're trying to get to a live person. And it just, it doesn't always work. It doesn't always work. And I mean, any intelligent person is going to realize this is not a conversation. 
It's right. just you talking to a machine. Mm-hmm. And you can only be so charismatic. You can only be so original. You can only show so mm-hmm. much of yourself when you're right. talking to a machine. Right. So in most cases, you can record your answer as many times as you want to. If you're one of those people mm-hmm. that thinks through things and you say, um, 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 you might want to say, let's record that one again. Yep. <laughs> or if you get ahead of yourself and it doesn't come across as you, record it again. You have the option. Use that. Mm-hmm. Um, and why that's so important is a lot of times these recordings are saved six months to a year. Mm-hmm. So if you apply for another job with that vendor or another job with that facility, they're going to replay that for up to a year. So mm-hmm. make sure these answers are true to you and where you're at and what you want to convey. And I think the last thing that goes without saying, but the question has come up before, is these are all done over the phone. You're not going to that place to interview. That is absolutely correct. I do get that question. Am I going to fly out to North Carolina, Phoenix, Mm -hmm. Arizona, California, wherever? No. This is all going to be done via phone. A lot of times, sometimes email, you know what I mean, to Mm -hmm. set up an interview time if if a manager is that organized or something like that. So... Yay, the interview's done. You get the phone. Client manager gets the phone call. We want to offer this position. Client manager goes back to you and say, okay, I want to offer this position to this traveler. How? What happens then? So for me, I only submit my travelers to jobs they actually want to go to. So it answers a lot of questions right then and there. Mm-hmm. So when they get to the interview process, they know this is a job I want. It's up to the details of the job to make sure it's a good fit. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you'll have a specialty listed and it's not quite there. You'll float a little bit. If that's something, we're going to have that conversation to make sure it's the right fit. Mm-hmm. But when the offer gets back to me, it's a celebration. Hey, friend, guess what? You just interviewed. They offered you. This is great. Yeah. And as soon as that off- as soon as the interview is finished, my travelers are going to call me. They're going to tell me all the details about the job. And my first question to them is, hey, if they offer you this job, are you going to accept are it? Are you taking it? So I already know. Right. I already. By the time the offer gets to me, mm-hmm. I already know. I'm just double checking the details to make sure they're good. Mm-hmm. And we're working through the process of getting everything signed. Well, and I think that's important too is, at least from a traveler standpoint, because they may not know that after you interview, it's okay to call your recruiter and talk through it. Oh, because yeah. there are times probably where stuff comes up in the interview and they think, uh-oh, like, that's not what I expected. Right. Through no fault of yourself or the client manager or whoever, maybe the job description was poorly written. Right. Maybe there was no job description. Maybe you just know I wanted an ICU job in Phoenix, and it turns out it, you know, it's an ICU job in Phoenix, but it isn't what they were looking for at all. Right. It's, it's a medical ICU floor, and they've never had that experience, and the ratio is off, and or whatever. Like, there, there could be any number of things wrong. That phone call to your recruiter immediately after the interview is vital. Yes, because we want we want to make sure that we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. And if there are any things that, any questions that arise, that we can help you through that. Our job is customer service. Mm-hmm. Our job and is to make sure that you are happy and comfortable where you are. I can't account for a grumpy charge nurse, but I can account for making sure all the boxes on paper are checked to make sure you are comfortable and you are getting to the places we want you to get to and places you want to be with everything lining up. Perfect. So I hope that answered most of the questions. Most of the questions. I mean, there are details, but those are things you go over with your recruiter. There's always going to be other details along the way. Always. It's always going to depend. And it's your (laughs) recruiter is your lifeline. Yes. Before, after, during. It's all the the entire life cycle of, of that of you as a traveler, as you going out on the road, right? right? And it all starts 
from the application all the way through the offer. Exactly. So, Lindsay, thank you so much. Absolutely. This, this was, is great. This was awesome. If anybody's interested in her uh, five-page white paper <laughs> on what to expect from the submittal uh, summary interview process, you can email her, and she would be happy to yeah, share I, that I'll with you. Share it with you. I'll talk you through it. Um, yeah, I'm here to help. Awesome. All right. See you next week.